0: It's time to feel better with help from Dr. Suzanne Bennett. Allergies, nutrition, ultimate wellness, all discussed right here, right
1: now. It's Wellness for Life Radio on Radio MD. Here's your host, Dr. Suzanne. Summer is here, and I know a lot of you enjoy the the beautiful weather as well as the sun like I do. Sunlight is essential to many living things, but sunlight also has a dangerous side. It can harm your skin, your eyes, cause wrinkles, and even trigger cancers. Now, the good news is that our next guest is here to share some simple, Steps to protect your body from sun damage and still enjoy the sun's healthful effects. Let's welcome board certified dermatologist, Dr. Stacy Cimento. Great to have you here on Wellness for Life. So do you believe, Dr. Cimento, that safe sun exposure and SPF protection are still the number one summer awareness tips for everyone to listen to?
0: Yes, and thank you so much, um, Dr. Bennett. I appreciate you having me here today to talk about this. It's a very, very important matter you know, especially here, you know, I'm originally from New Orleans, but, you know, I've been in Miami down in Florida for almost like 15 years. So, I would dare say, you know, the sun is definitely, it's more intense here. Um, And now that we're kind of cruising into the summer, I still tell my patients, you know, again, we're talking about just sun protection versus aging, protecting your skin is still the most important thing. And it's so crucial to be a little more educated on what's out there and what you really need. So normally when my patients come in, I always tell them there's, you know, you can see numerous products on the market. There's sunscreens that range anywhere from SPF 2 all the way up to 100. Now they have they make those. The most important thing is to wear a sunscreen with a minimum of SPF 30. That's the key. From the American Academy of Dermatology, we say minimum SPF 30. We want patients to be educated. So, you know, this includes that they need to know that using sunscreens that are broad spectrum, so including things that cover for UVA and UVB. And then mm-hmm. I tell them, you know, things that have physical blockers. So you're looking at that, which used to be the white stuff. You used to see the surfers, you know, that used to put on the white. They used to have it under the eyes. That was the titanium dioxide and the zinc oxide. Now they make these sheer formulations, which make it very elegant, so you don't have to look crazy while you're on mm. the beach. But, again, you can protect
1: yourself. You know, what I... So another I thing... Personally... When it comes to these sunblocks, I personally like sunblocks better, the ones that you just talked about, the zinc oxide and titanium dioxide, rather than some of the sunscreens, which actually is a chemical base. Do you have any thoughts about that?
0: I do. In fact, it's still my number one recommendation. When my patients come in, I really, and like I said, they now make sheer formulations of these sunscreens because I know that's the hesitancy. Most people don't want to wear something that's thick or they feel that can cause, you know, Breakouts, that kind of stuff, or clog the pores. I'm a firm believer in physical blockers. And the reason being, again, is that these physical blockers do exactly what they say. The minute those those rays hit the skin, it basically gets deflected right off of there, so you're not even penetrating into the skin itself. And the key thing is, I always tell my patients, it's not so much as like the sunscreen, too, but it's also how we apply it. And a lot of people, you know, I'm guilty of it, too. We've done it where we're just trying to run out there and have fun. We just kind of slather on a little bit of sunscreen. But, again, the key is you really need to have one full shot glass to the entire body. So, again, it's putting on that sunscreen about 20 minutes before you go outdoors and, then again, reapplying it. You have to do it, like, every one to two hours or so to get the maximum benefit from the sunscreen.
1: Mm. You know, the way I, I apply it, I actually don't rub it in as much as I blot it on. Kind of like, you know, no. I want to make sure I have a, a, a bit a bit enough thickness of that zinc oxide. Not that it's, I use that the one that you're talking about, kind of like nice and clear one, but I just blot it on just to make sure that I'm, I'm not like rubbing it all in and, and thinning it all out. Another thing I don't like are those sprays. I, I mean, I, I think that is like number one thing that will uh, trigger eye irritation and lung irritation, those spray bottles. What, what do you say to that? That's a great question. So I do have people
0: that ask me about the spray. So I'm a little biased, and I'll tell you, because I am a mother of two little kids. And having two little kids at home, it's very difficult, especially when they're wanting to run into the pool, that kind of stuff, just to kind of get them ready. Um, I personally believe, I, I agree with you, I think that aerosolized sunscreens, you do not get a good coverage, because again, it's aerosolized, so we don't really know how much sunscreen is actually being applied to the skin. Um, again, these things can be caustic. I think also when you're talking about um, when you're talking about for lung purposes, that kind of stuff, um, I do agree that I think think that an actual cream-based formulation is much better than the aerosolized. But again, like I said, I'm a little biased. If I can get my kids to put on anything, I will. So I do like some of the aerosolized ones and I will use that on my kids. But the way that I apply it is I make sure that I get closer to the skin, I spray and then I rub it on. And that's the key. You can't really just spray. You have to rub it onto the skin to make sure that you get an even distribution and you're covering everywhere. Now, one thing I have noticed is kind of funny. I went to, for the past weekend, I went to a hotel, brought my kids there for the weekend, and I saw that the hotels are now doing these sunscreen dispensers, which I thought was very interesting and nice, especially down here in Florida. So I think that we are having a better awareness of sun protection and the need for sunscreens, and I think that society is actually making a cognizant effort to make patients more aware of this or people more aware
1: Right. You know, people think that uh, when it says, let's say SPF 50, uh, that you could just apply it once and then that's done for the day. But if you were to go into the pool or the ocean, you really need to reapply, don't you, as soon as you come out?
0: No, you do. And that's the thing. You know, sun protection factor came back a long time ago, and that's what the SPF stands for. And really, all it is is a number, you know, on a scale that's for rating the degree of protection that's provided by the sunscreen. So again, like I said, you can see sunscreens ranging from anywhere from 2 SPF all the way up to 100. My opinion, and we even know what the studies that show, that if you had even an SPF of 50, even compared to the one of 100, you're really only getting maybe anywhere from about 2 to 4% additional protection. So it's not that you have to go with the higher SPF, and that's what some people think. That's the misnomer. They think that putting on a higher sunscreen protection factor means that they're getting more protection. You're absolutely right. You have to apply it the same way, 20 minutes before you go outdoors, and every one to two hours you still have to reapply. And that's where people get into problem. They don't put on enough, and they don't put it on more frequently. Another mm. thing that we see here, too, is that, You know, patients, especially here, like I said, in South Florida, it is so hot. So we typically recommend the best time to go outdoors is anywhere you want to avoid 10 to 2. So from 10 in the morning to 2 o'clock is when you're going to get the highest UV index, and you're going to be more at risk for sunburns. So we say if you're one of those that are active and you like to be outdoors and do like a morning swim or running or biking or something, it's best to do it early in the morning and in the evening. And we can't forget, mm. forget about the sun protective clothing that they have now, which is great. I love that. The sun protective clothing, particularly like the little shirts that have the UV protection or
1: the SPF built
0: into them, right. that's another thing that's wonderful.
1: Um, Dr. Chimento, what can we apply? I mean, if we get burnt, what do you suggest we use to ease that pain and swelling and irritation?
0: So that's a good question. Uh, We see that a lot down here, that's for sure. Um, One thing I normally tell my patients is, you know, sometimes just taking an anti-inflammatory, so things like either Motrin or Advil or things like that will help to, to soothe the pain. Keeping the skin cool, so putting on, like, cool compresses, Sometimes we even tell patients either like, depending on the severity of the sunburn, if it's mild, they have over-the-counter things such as aloe. And sometimes I I typically recommend a little mild 1% hydrocortisone cream over-the-counter. Putting that on two times a day, morning and nighttime for a few days, will also help to decrease the inflammation and will help to prevent you from getting further sun damage. So that's one Mm. thing. Now, if you have a severe burn, then obviously we would recommend for you to go in to see the dermatologist to have them evaluate that because it could be more serious. So doing Mm. other measures, sometimes we have to use burn creams, uh, which are prescription-based creams, especially if you have any blistering associated with a sunburn. So it's important to kind of know where you are and definitely protect yourself.
1: Great. These are all so, so important that we all need to know. And protect our skin so that we can enjoy the sun but not get hurt. Absolutely. Well, you know, your website is is under dianewaldermd.com, who's a dermatologist, but you're in that same office. Is that correct, uh, DianeWalderMD.com? That Walder is correct, MD. Dr. Bennett, yeah. Great. Well, for more information, please go to dianewaldermd.com for Dr. Stacy Chimento's information. Thanks so much for being here. Alrighty, righty, this is Dr. Suzanne Bennett sharing natural strategies for ultimate health and wellness right here on Radio MD.